Based on recent form, it seems like Ridley Scott has just decided that all of his films are going to be comedies, and it's absolutely fascinating. Welcome to Feelin' Film, everyone. I'm your host, Aaron White, and I bring you new release, spoiler-free reviews each and every week. In this episode, I'll be talking about one of my favorite directors' newest films. That is Napoleon, coming to us from Columbia Pictures through Sony Pictures releasing, and Apple Original Films through Apple TV. It stars Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby. It is directed by Ridley Scott and written by David Scarpa. Cinematography is by Darius Wolski. It is edited by Claire Simpson and Sam Restivo. And music is by Martin Phipps. It runs 157 minutes and is rated R for strong violence, some grisly images, sexual content, and brief language. What's it about? The film depicts Napoleon's rise to power through the lens of his volatile relationship with Empress Josephine. Now, first of all, like I said, I'm a big Ridley Scott fan. He's one of my favorite directors, and specifically, I really enjoy his war films or films that feature big battles. So we're talking about stuff like Black Hawk Down, Kingdom of Heaven, Gladiator, and this film would seemingly fit right in line with some of those. So very excited going into this. I'll also tell you, I am not by any means, a Napoleon scholar. All I know about him is essentially what he's been depicted as in popular culture over the years and maybe some brief rememberings of things I read in a history book back 25 years ago when I was in school. So whether or not this film is accurate or not is not what I'm here to argue about or try and confirm. What this story does is start with Napoleon as a Corsican captain He's ambitious, he eventually works his way up to becoming a general, then he gets appointed king slash emperor, and eventually gets exiled. Twice. Along the way, he meets and marries his love? Question mark? Josephine. And that is essentially the through line of most of the film. It's told from their relationship perspective, or I would say from the perspective of where Napoleon is in his life and what his relationship with Josephine is at the time while all of these other things are going on. One struggle I have with the film is that I don't really feel like their relationship is presented as being very deep. Whether or not it's this doomed romance or not, there really aren't any feelings there that I can tell. It's more a marriage of convenience, a marriage of Napoleon's obsession and for Josephine, something that provides her with comforts. Never did I get the sense that she was truly in love with him, nor should she be, honestly, based on how he treats her. And then how he treats her confirms that he doesn't really love her, but maybe just the idea of her. It's an interesting relationship as depicted for us. And while I didn't mind it, I just never really got swept away by it either. And so because it's the entire central relationship, I felt a little slighted, like I wanted something more from that. Joaquin Phoenix 
portrays Napoleon as a petulant, obsessive, abusive, egotistical, and controlling man, who also has some deep-rooted mommy issues that keeps him wanting to please her at all costs. Scott has Phoenix play so many scenes in this film in a very exaggerated manner. And it truly feels like comedy at times. The audience was laughing out loud, routinely, myself included, because Joaquin is just doing the thing he does and going all in on the bit. He's absolutely an incredible actor, and he shows that here. He is stoic and attempts to be proud and bigger than his stature anytime he is around other people. But then when he's alone or in private, he often really looks his height and he almost comes off as dopey at times. He can also switch in a heartbeat from being deathly serious and angry to incredibly childish and silly. There's a great contrast in the tones here, especially when you compare it to the tones of the battlefield scenes. And I don't know that it altogether worked for me, but it was never not interesting, so it always had my attention. I will give it that. The way that Napoleon is presented also left me really wondering why he was able to rise to power from what the script is telling us. He's really beloved by the French people and by the armies. He inspires a lot of loyalty from them, but nothing about the way that he acts or speaks shows a man that pretty much anyone would want to put their trust in or think would be an ideal leader for their nation. So I would have loved a little bit more about why the entire country was getting behind him as much as they were. Everything felt super shortened and brief. I'll get more to that in a minute. Vanessa Kirby as Josephine is fine. She's strikingly gorgeous and fits that part of the role, of course, perfectly. I just don't think she's given much to do. There's not a lot of depth to this character. She just kind of exists to be there in Phoenix's life and for him to swoon over constantly and tr and go back and forth being mad at her because she's not providing him a child, but simultaneously needing her to write him letters to make sure that he's feeling better about himself. She does get a few moments where she snaps back at him in dialogue that I rather enjoyed, but I just would have liked a lot more for her to do and say and for her character to be, I guess, a little bit more defined than she was. Napoleon is also, of course, presented to be this great conquering general. What we get to see in the film is two really big battles that are tactical wins, and then we get to see two battles that are pretty enormous losses. The scenes themselves are absolutely among the best in the movie. Ridley Scott excels at capturing large-scale battles like this. They are brutal, bloody, but also very grounded, and they look incredible on the big screen. I had a fellow critic who referred to them as painterly, and I think that's a perfect word for them. I really wanted much, much more. The battles only compose maybe 20 to 30 minutes total of the two and a half hour runtime, and 
That was kind of a disappointment because they were so good. I've seen people mention that they were going to wait for the director's cut and not go see this in theaters. So I wanted to address that. I think that the film looks, sounds amazing and is worth catching a theatrical viewing of, specifically for the battlefield scenes that we get. But the film does feel very truncated to me. It jumps from scene to scene with little cohesion. And the backstory of the political situations in France aren't very well explained. We don't really get to know any of the governmental players very well. So the politics of the film kind of felt undercooked to me. I just think it's really obvious that Ridley Scott had to chop this to pieces in order to get it to the runtime that Sony wanted for theatrical release. And that's a damn shame because there is definitely a better movie in here. I expect the director's cut to elevate this quite a bit, just like it did for Kingdom of Heaven. And I'm very excited still to see it, despite not being swept away by this version of Napoleon. It gave me a taste, enough that it's going to keep me hungry. I want the full meal the way that that master director intended for it to be presented to me. Napoleon will be in theaters on November the 22nd, so you can make your choice and decide then whether or not you want to take it in or wait for its inevitable release on Apple TV plus in its longer form. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Feel free to comment. I love to chat and hear what you thought about the film when you do get a chance to see it or what you have questions about after watching the review. Same thing goes for listening. If you're on a podcast app, please rate us and review us on there. That helps a lot. And seek me out on social media if you'd like to chat about the film in any way as well. I'll be back soon. Till then, keep watching and keep feeling filmed.